Hi, I'm Johanna Ferreira, content director of Pop Sugar Juntos. Juntos is all about celebrating Latin A culture, pride, our many intersectional identities, and joy. Thanks to support from Prime, there's so much to get into over at Juntos this month. From conversations with the Latin A minds behind our favorite new movies and resurrected TV shows, to thoughtful celebrity commentary, and exclusive interviews with some of the biggest Latin music artists today. And it doesn't stop there. Get more of the music, movies, and shopping you love on Prime. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more of whatever you're into from streaming to shopping. And get all of our latest coverage at PopSugar.com slash Juntos. Con amor, Johanna. It's not Piabico. Well, how do you pronounce this town's name? Not Piabico. No. <laughs> it's Piobico. Piobico. Yeah. More or less. <laughs> yeah. I won't have to say it again, I hope. Um, tell me about Piobico. What is this town like? Piobico is a magic town. Everyone in Piobico uh, is, um, is feeling like uh, he's in the place he has to be. Piobico is a medieval Italian town tucked between two mountains and surrounded by waterfalls and caves. It's a very small town, 2,000 people. This is Benedetta Aluigi. She was born and raised here. We really care about our town. Does everyone know each other? Yeah, we are 2,000 people and uh, we know each other very well. Um... We, uh, we really care about each other's life, uh, and we try to stay together. It's something that in, in Piobico we, we really have this feeling about others. Even if you don't live in Piobico, there's so much to like about it, right away. They have a sort of homemade-looking Piobico sign perched up in the mountains, their version of the Hollywood sign. And there's the food. They have two specialties. One is polenta a la carbonara. The polenta is cooked in a copper pot over a wood fire and stirred by hand with a big wooden stick. And the other is homemade pasta with fresh truffles. You're the truffle man. Yes. Hi. Hi, how are you? Black and white truffles, two of the hardest to find and most expensive things to eat anywhere in the world, are naturally abundant here. What's your name? My name is Alessandro. And uh, you, how long have you been looking for truffles? Uh, 25 years ago. You started looking around this town? Around this town, yes. Start truffles my, my grow completely town, underground, uh, and Alessandro uses dogs to help him figure out where they are. He digs them up and ships them all over the world. He says when he started out, Every household in town could have as many truffles as they wanted. He says they were as common as potatoes. But now, the rest of the world is interested. He says truffles are expensive because they grow slowly, and they don't grow everywhere. The conditions have to be really specific and perfect. And even then, you need a dog and a lot of patience to find them. Piopico is very proud of their truffles. Not just because they're wonderful, but also because they're ugly. And Piobico is a place where everyone wants to be ugly. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. 
read somewhere that this town is the capital of ugly. Yeah, it is. Uh, in this town, in Piobbico, uh, we have the ugly club, Club de Brutti. When you're driving into town, even before you see a sign for the town, you see a sign that says Club de Brutti, the ugly club, founded in 1879. And at the beginning, it was... Um, there were a lot of spinsters in Piobbico. And so this club started in order to uh, give husbands to these spinsters. It was like uh, agenzia matrimoniale, like, uh, like Tinder. <laughs> in 1960, the club shifted its focus to, quote, make citizens aware of the problems of the ugly. And it was led by one man who kept getting reelected as the club's president year after year, for 30 years. His name was Telesforo Jacobelli, but the nickname was Lele. And, uh, and everybody knows him. Everybody knows him. He got something uh, in his eyes, in the way he spoke, uh, in the way he could uh, create uh, a very good atmosphere. Lele called himself an ugly man. He wasn't happy with his nose, which he said was too small. He often said... He didn't have a problem with attractive people. He had a problem with the commodification of beauty. And it was Lele who instituted the Ugly Club's motto. Ugliness is a virtue. Beauty is slavery. He loved Piobico, and he loved Piobico's truffles, which he saw as kind of a metaphor. Truffles are the ugliest growth in the ground, he said, and yet they're so precious, even an aphrodisiac. Nature is very honorable. It gives other qualities to those of us who are ugly. That's why in Piobico, um, people love each other, because they learn to see and not to judge people from the outside, but to understand the soul of uh, everyone. The club's headquarters are in the center of town, a tiny room with stone walls in a very old building. There are pictures of Lele and other club members everywhere. They also have a clubhouse, which is really like a private bar a few steps away, where they meet whenever they can to drink homemade wine. So where are we now? This is the Cantina dei Miracoli. This is another important headquarter, and it's very beautiful. Um, the owner of uh, this place is... Uh, Luca and his brother, which is also a very important member of the club, but now he's not here because he's working. He's also the pharmacist of Piobico. <laughs> and uh, this is where we come every time we have a, a meeting. I mean, uh, a meeting way where we have to uh, decide for, um, organize um, and, and things like that. Um, or when we want to drink, <laughs> have party uh, and uh, relax. The club's patron is the mythological Vulcan. When Vulcan was born, he was so ugly that his mother threw him over a cliff. He fell down for a day and a night before eventually crashing into the ocean. He survived and grew up to be a talented blacksmith. He got so good, he was admitted to Mount Olympus, where he married Venus, goddess of love.
The Italian writer Umberto Eco has a book called On Ugliness. He writes, beauty is, in some ways, boring. A beautiful object must always follow certain rules. Ugliness is unpredictable. Beauty is finite. Ugliness is infinite, like God. Lele was president until his death in 2006. The new president is Gianni Aluigi. His nickname is La Belva, or The Beast. He's won the last seven consecutive elections. Sono Aluigi Giovanni Giannino, il figlio della Belva. Sono il presidente del club dei brutti di Piobbico. Benedetta is his daughter, and she helped us translate. When did you first become a member of the Ugly Club? Quando è che sei diventato membro del Club dei Brutti? Sono diventato membro del Club dei Brutti eh, all'incirca l'età di 14 anni. More or less, uh, he became member when he was 14 years old. Was your father a member? Il tuo papà era un membro? Sicuramente. Sì, sì. Yes, he was. Are you proud? Are you happy to be working so closely with your daughter in the club? Ma sicuramente, perché questo conferma che lei da me ha preso la mia felice pazzia. Yes, of course, uh, and also because this is a confirmation that uh, uh, I got the best from him. Uh, and he said uh, he's a happy craziness. <laughs> is your mother a member of the club? Of course, my mother is a member of the club. As a member, she's a proud uh, member and a proud wife. <laughs> Will you tell me what the criteria for being in the ugly club is? What is the test? Uh, we have a card where there are different marks. It starts with undefined, insufficient, medium, good, great, and extraordinary. And of course, we talk about ugliness, not beautiness. So uh, if you are extraordinary, it means that you are extraordinary ugly. Um, would you give me the test? Of course, of course, of course. Uh, if you want, we can do it right now. Yes, and don't hold back. I mean, I would like to. I would like a, a real <laughs> critique here. Okay. Uh, you need the president to do the ugliness evaluation, and then at least one counselor. So this is pretty good because I have the president and a counselor yeah. here, who happens to be the president's daughter. Yeah. So, uh, now we'll do the test directly to her. Okay. So I've just explained what it consists. So we need Yes, we need your name and surname. So my first name yeah. is Phoebe. Okay. My last name is Judge. Huh? Judge. Judge? Really? Really. <laughs> okay. And now we have to judge. Dopo la valutazione del consiglio valutiamo poi poi Phoebe. 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 Phoebe Judge. Phoebe Judge. <laughs> Allora, do la mia valutazione. Pibi, tu sei una bella donna. You're a beautiful woman. Non è possibile darti un voto alto. It's not possible to give you a high, so high Ma, mark. Ma, siccome siete venuti da lontano. But you came from uh, far, far away. Allora io ti darò un buono. So the mark for the present is good. Buono. Per il vostro impegno verso il Club dei Brutti. So I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah. 
I'm not more than in the middle. I'm 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 more on the extreme. A little more than in the middle. Thank you very much. I knew they were going to be easy on me to be polite. It's a strange experience to sit still and let strangers use a report card to grade how ugly you are. I shouldn't complain. My evaluation was basically private. Senior producer Nadia Wilson had to stand and be evaluated by a packed room of ugly club counselors. This is kind of a big deal. (laughs) The president, with the help of the counselors, uh, will judge your ugliness. They took the job seriously and took their time looking at her and casting their votes out loud, one at a time. Allora, ragazzi, quando gli diamo a Stanadia Wilson, secondo voi, presidente? Io, secondo me, un mediocre, dai. Federico. Mediocre. Nadia Wilson, adesso sei del Club dei Brutti a vita, la tua valutazione è buona, porta con onore questa tessera, per tutta la vita. Ok, and he just said, uh, Nadia Wilson, from now on and forever, you're part of this uh, club, bring this card uh, with uh, pride and honor for forever, for your life. Un applauso, ragazzi! Vai, Nadia! Bene, eh, chi sono rimasta senza? Dai, Gede, dammi mezza di... C'è una bottiglia là dietro, dietro la... No, andiamo... Do you have to be inducted in person you know no one can do this online they have to be here in front of the president yes it it cannot happen online they have to be present sometimes uh, it happened that uh, some people sent uh, uh, sent us uh, letters written written uh, by hand and uh, with pictures inside because they really wanted to be part of the club. In that case, they were so strongly um, willing to do this that uh, we made an exception and we did it, but uh, not online, not online. We were eager to talk with as many members of the club as we could, and we learned that it's easy to find people to ask because everyone in the town is a member of the club, and they all have nicknames. Here's the club's vice president, Matteo. His nickname is Gideon. Do you consider yourself ugly? <laughs> Sincerely, yes. I feel ugly. But ultimately, ugliness is subjective. Everyone can appreciate something about someone else. But those of us in the club, we feel really ugly. My name is Francesco. I am... Uh Faccio parte del club dei brutti e per me I guess I uh, have always felt ugly. I never liked myself. I always had something that I didn't like about me. I don't look at myself in the mirror. Instead, I try to focus on the way I relate to others. When you do that, a lot of things can happen in your life. Francesco's fiancé is also a member of the Ugly Club. My fiancé is my female photocopy. I start a sentence and she ends it. It's a natural thing. To me, she's the most beautiful person in the world. But other people might look at us and say they were both ugly. We really do not care. 
We spoke to a younger club member named Frederico. He's 20. And he told us he remembers his grandfather taking him to the club's annual festival for ugly people when he was seven years old. Each year, hundreds of people come together in Piobico to cast their votes for the ugly club president. There's a parade and music, and everyone dresses up. Frederico remembers his grandfather explaining to him what the ugly club means. And ever since then, he says he's wanted to be a part of it. Everyone was excited for us to meet one man in particular. His name is Daniela, and his nickname is The Undertaker. Undertaker! Under The Undertaker. That's The Undertaker. The Undertaker. He was wearing a top hat. (laughs) Here he is. Hello. Do you think you're ugly? For me, in order not to be a part of the ugly club, you have to be like, I don't know, as handsome as Brad Pitt or George Clooney. Otherwise, you must be a part of the ugly club. The Undertaker told us that he thinks he's actually gotten better looking since he joined the club. This is sort of a theme. We heard it more than once. People in the ugly club feel better about themselves after joining. They obviously like being together. It's sort of surprising to see a large group of adults, all of different ages and personalities, completely at ease with each other. No one was being standoffish. No one was looking at their phones. Or maybe ugly club members feel better about themselves because the club is an explicit daily reminder to be kind to other people and to yourself. It's funny that this club exists in Italy. Why? (laughs) Why do you say it's funny? Because I think that there's this idea that Italy is all about beauty. You know, that that the food is beautiful, the scenery is beautiful, the people are beautiful, the fashion is beautiful. There isn't anything about Italy that isn't beautiful. Yeah, actually, it's true. But... Mm, it doesn't mean that this is the only beauty. Uh, And we want to make everybody know that even if something is not uh, beautiful and it's not uh, um, uh, judged as beautiful, it doesn't mean it isn't. This week on The Gray Area, Professor Diana Posulka and I tackle one of life's biggest questions. Are we alone in the universe? What would it take for you to step off the agnostic ledge and say, yeah, aliens are real? Is it a spacecraft landing on the White House lawn? Well, something that was anomalous in 1952 did fly over the White House. And that's one of those cases that is still weird. That's This Week on the Gray Area, available wherever you get your podcasts. Do you think that you're ugly? I think, oh, uh, no, I don't think I'm ugly. Um, Being part of the ugly club doesn't mean you have to be ugly. You have not to be beautiful outside, in the outside. But you are part of the club when you understand 
why you don't have to be beautiful. If you understand that you don't have to be beautiful, you have to accept yourself for what you are, how you appear, and you have to work on yourself in order to be a good person inside. With both her mother and father in the Ugly Club, Benedetta grew up thinking about these things. We heard this from other people, too, that when you grew up in Piobico, this is just how things are. Benedetta says it meant a lot to her when she was a teenager. And I think that for a woman uh, is also harder than for a man. Um, and I think that um, the aim of the Ugly Club and being part of it, I, it helps me a lot. It's something that uh, helps mm, children too. Because when you are young, when you are a baby, when you are a child, you it's difficult to understand that it's more than what people say about you. It doesn't, uh, it's not what they say that make you the person you are. And so it helps a lot. And now I really like myself, my personality, my appearance. Uh, and no, I don't think I'm ugly. She's 27 now and works with refugees, mostly women and children from Nigeria, Iraq, and Pakistan. There's a history of ugly clubs around the world, dating back even earlier than this one in Piobico. In Liverpool, the most honorable and facetious society of ugly faces operated from 1743 to 1754. It was also known as Ye Ugly Face Club. Their motto was, before all things, an ugly face. Only men were allowed to join. If they got married, they were kicked out. Records were kept of the members' names and brief descriptions of their face. For example, John Woods of Liverpool, elected 1751, had, quote, a face altogether resembling a badger. Someone else was described as having a tongue like an anchovy. Here in the United States, there are records of ugly clubs on college campuses. There was one at the University of North Carolina, dating back to 1838. But when you start looking into the history of ugly clubs, you pretty quickly come across so-called ugly laws. Laws that were on the books in various American cities all the way until the 1970s. Chicago's ugly law, enacted in 1881, said that any person who was, quote, diseased, maimed, mutilated, or in any way deformed, would be fined a dollar each time they were seen in public. There are lots of articles and books written about beauty, but a lot less has been written about ugliness. And what there is points out how often, historically, the word ugly has been code for disability. We care about this uh, situation a lot. We don't want this to happen. We want that every person who is different from another one, it means that has something to say. Uh, we, can, mm, we can be all uh, equal only if we are all different. Piopico's Ugly Club campaigns against workplace discrimination, and they take care to respond to correspondence from people around the world who hear about the club and write in with their stories. 
In fact, one of the work that we have to do right now is to take this and catalog all the things because... What does that letter say? Uh, okay. I thank you for the good thoughts and uh, the teaching and maybe one day we will see each other, we will meet. And this is from uh, Ostuni. From 1986. And sometimes, Benedetta says, they still receive letters from people asking for help meeting someone. Not long ago, we received a letter. Uh, a widow uh, wrote uh, to my father, to the president, uh, that uh, uh, he was uh, retiring now and uh, he was feeling a little lonely because uh, his wife uh, passed away. Uh, but uh, he was a good person and uh, he wanted someone uh, to spend the rest of his life with. And so he asked the president to make him uh, meet someone. Uh, we were so impressed by this, uh, by this uh, letter because it's not so common. Uh, and so we, we published it without the name, of course. Uh, we, there was also a picture. Uh, we published it and we, we talk about this, uh, this case, this person. And I think that uh, he met actually a woman. I don't know if they're together now, but uh, in some way he got to know someone. She says you're welcome to write to them too. They're also on Facebook now. And if you want to go visit Piobico, go in September. That's when the Ugly Club Festival takes place. The fall is also the best time of the year for truffles. There's a festival for that, too. As Benedetta said, every occasion is an occasion to have parties. Eventually, Benedetta's mother called and asked her and her father to come home. It was her sister's birthday, and they needed help to make the polenta. Before we said goodbye, the club sang their anthem for us. This is something that we have to do. But then do you all... It's just to, to stick together, you know. Allora, pronti? Come prima. La, 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 la. Un, due, tre. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Conosco un paesino assai carino. La, la, la. Ragazzi, indovinate voi qual è? È il piobico tra Pesaro e Durbino. La nelle marche dove ognuno è re. With Club de Bruti's permission, we've created a special ugly club pin just for our listeners. We have a link in the show notes. Or you can just pick one up when you go to the Club de Bruti's headquarters in Piopico. This is Love is created by Lauren Spore and me. Nadia Wilson is our senior producer. Audio mix by Michael Raphael and Rob Byers. Special thanks to Nico DeSanto, Lindy Russell, and Susanna Robertson. Julian Alexander makes original illustrations for each episode of This Is Love. You can see them at thisislovepodcast.com or on Facebook and Twitter at This Is Love Show. 
This Is Love is recorded in the studios of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC. We're a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, a collection of the best podcasts around. And we have a whole season of stories from Italy coming your way. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. Do you like it? <laughs>